It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's Takes on Takes. We're live here on the Locked On NFL Scouting YouTube channel. It's going to be a fun one. Buckle up. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And of course, a big welcome and a shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Happy National One Take Joe Day. Wow. That's those Charles said. One Take Joe, let's go. <laughs> that might be a t-shirt. Print the shirts. One Take We've got Joe. Pronunciation Police. That's been a new development on the show, and that's a good one, I think. Kyle's and Joe's versus X's and, or versus X's and O's. Yeah. Uh, salary cap. Yeah. And now we have One Take Joe. If that was only always true. Uh, it's never true. I, I wish everybody could travel with you and appreciate uh, the the commitment to pre-production that you take <laughs> and the amount of times you will redo something to get it right. Yeah, I got problems, basically, is what you're saying. Uh, so we're going to st- – oh, there's some good takes. We're going to start – For those that are maybe new to takes on takes. Right? Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, Reintroduce. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've done yeah. it. So all of your hottest takes. There there are a bunch of you that are live in the, the chat right now. We see a lot of familiar names. We see some new names. The entire objective is we have no content planned. And we want to be extremely <laughs> transparent about that. The content is what you guys want to talk about. And more specifically – our reactions, our take on your take. So whatever your hottest take is, we want to hear it. So don't come in here with no takes. There's no uh, first-time listener, no-time commenter. This is our invitation. All of the things that you want to talk about, football-related, we'll, we'll venture non-football-related if it's a good one. Uh, we do. We tend to do a lot of food takes as well. We're going to do all that here on a free-for-all on a, on a Thursday night with a bunch of our good friends who are listeners and subscribers and everydayers, because you can find us on YouTube or every list of your podcasts and shout out to our everydayers who make us part of their daily routine. Boom. First take. You ready? I, I just went with that. Yeah. One. Okay. That's, that's great. Clearly the first from one. DK scores goals. It's obviously not DK Metcalf. Cause he scores touchdowns, right? Cause he scores touchdowns. Yeah. Right. Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, New England Patriots will win defensive rookie of the year. Joe is the take and your reaction to that is what maybe I think he's got a reasonable chance. I'm very excited. Not necessarily as a rival fan to the Patriots, but I am excited for Christian Gonzalez. One of my favorite prospects in the draft. Uh, I thought he would be a top 10 pick. I think the Patriots got him more towards the late teens. I think it's a wonderful fit 
um, in terms of the complete skill set that he offers and what New England demands out of that top corner, man coverage ability, press ability, got to tackle, and, and Christian Gonzalez does those things. Plus, he showed last year that he has the ability to take away the football. Now, it can be a little bit hard at times for corners to win defensive yeah, rookie of the year. I know, but I say that, point. but we're coming off of Sauce Gardner, who just won the thing. And Tariq good... would have won it if, if Right, enough. and Marshawn Lattimore won it a few years ago. There's some good pass rushers that are going to have something to say about this, but I think Christian Gonzalez has a real good shot. I'm going to bring back one of my favorite uh, phrases, and it's law of averages. Law of averages says you're not going to have a corner win defensive player of the year or defensive rookie of the year in consecutive seasons. So I will pass on the take, but I see the pathway for him being a very, very impactful player for the New England Patriots because he checks a lot of prototype boxes. You like the growth that you saw last year and the fact that I think he brings something sorely needed and different to that New England secondary. It's a good first take to get yeah. a start. Do, 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 you, do you want to keep doing it, or do you want me to do it? I go for the next one. I picked that one, it seems okay. like. Uh, Mike Dolphins. Not a hot take. The NFL needs to have a month in which all teams are required to wear throwback uniforms. Required feels like a strong word here. You should have a week. You think that it should be like throwback week? Everybody gets into their it's a, it's a, it's retro? a league heritage week. Ooh, I like that. You celebrate, celebrate the history of your, the rich history of your organization. What we can celebrate right now is that we're getting those Seahawks unis this year. Correct. We're getting creamsicles from Tampa this year. Correct. What else do we know? Those are the two big ones for me. More banger, I feel like. Uh, the Patriots with the Pat. Yeah, we got that last year, though. With the white helmet? Yeah. Very, very, very much remember them wearing against, against those against the oh, Bills. Boy, yeah, we'll we'll let that one lie then. <laughs> uh, Bub, I'm just I'm just going right down the, right the line. Bub, NFC South will beat the NFC North head to head this year. Yeah, I think so. Wait, wait a minute, wait yeah, a minute. I I, I, I like Detroit. Depends on the measure. Are you just talking aggregate of all the games, or you mean the best? The, the division winner from the South will be better than the division winner from the he's, North. He's got to mean the aggregate of all the games. But we spent some time talking about the NFC South on the Thursday podcast with when we talked about the Saints and kind of got to the conclusion that we feel like this is the team to beat. And then all the odds certainly aligned with that. So I'm, I'm riding high on the Saints, but I really like Detroit. I think Chicago will be better. Who knows about Green Bay and Minnesota? Those are X factors, and, and who Green knows Bay's about the rest of the NFC South? Fascinating team. Yeah, I, I, have a, I have an NFC North take. Okay, Minnesota finishes last this year. You think Chicago's better? I mean, Chicago got better, and I know Minnesota got Minnesota. worse. But is it is it like that? Is it that big of a th- scheme change defensively? You don't have the horses in the secondary to run what you want to run. Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I get it. okay. I know, I get it. Okay. Wait, what about Green Bay? Doesn't Green Bay have a case here to be <laughs> to last in that division? I think Minnesota's the worst roster in the division. I think that's fair, but Green Bay feels well, like it, you, you have to grade team. you have to grade Chicago's defensive tackles on a curve because that defensive line's a disaster, absolute disaster. But the rest of the defense, I think, is greater sign. 
Oh, you want to talk about spicy. Derek is coming with absolute heat. Hot take. Stetson Bennett will be the best quarterback from this draft class. A draft class that produced four first-rounder. Will Levis at 33. Derek is not holding back Stetson Bennett with the Rams. I mean, I I don't agree with this. I I think this would be highly unlikely. No. 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 But if if Derek's (laughs) right about that, this is one hell of a receipt. Derek Derek will have a chance to dunk on us for forever. Yeah, that is honest. But I, I, I would kindly pass on that take. This one from Justin has to be next. But before we get there, take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount and bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to over under to who you think is going to hit the first home run all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNFL to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This has to be the next one. Justin supplies us with this. The new Devontae Parker contract is the worst signing this offseason. The worst? The worst. The worst. I saw Zach Allen get 15 per. I think that's worse than this. Yeah, that's that one's crazy. But like I think that the Juwan Bentley deal was worse potentially than no, the Jay Parker. That, deal. that is a horrible deal. Well, we've lost Kyle. We've lost Kyle. He's he's walked off the I guess it's just me here doing this. I think both of the Patriots deals from the last two days were were very underwhelming. Nine million dollars plus a year for Juwan Bentley, a very limited player that really I mean, yeah, he played better last year, but the last <laughs> poop of, the poop emoji had has made a return on it, and that's for me because Kyle didn't like my- it's a horrible take. But Parker, I mean, it's what eleven million a season for Parker. Jawan Bentley contracts. Jawan Bentley's at least an adequate level starter. I gotta get my camera. He got double what that. David Long got. Double. He got less than Bobby O'Karrake did. Barely. And that was also a kind of a crazy deal. Come on back to me now. There we go. Okay. The poop hat for Juwan Bentley is a worse contract than Devontae Parker. You deserve it. What I mean, Mike McGlinchey was pretty aggressive. Yeah, but you knew you knew what you were getting with Mike McGlinchey. He was like one of how many how many adequate level starting tackles were available on the market? Not many, but it's how many how many right tackle? It was Juwan Taylor and Mike McGlinchey, right? And Juwan Taylor got 20. So I was not surprised that McGlinchey got 17. I was expecting 15, but... What about that Marcus Davenport deal in Minnesota? 
That one was rough. It was too. only a one-year deal, right? Yeah, but that's a lot baked into it with oh, void right. years. You're, I mean, they, you're they put, they put four void years. Yeah, in. <laughs> dude, for they put four. I think they almost have as many salary cap hit next year when he's not under contract than they do. This yeah, you better year hope this works out team. and you bring him back, right? <laughs> Jeez. Um, man, I knew there were some some good ones up here. Um, oh, chiefed up, chiefed out. The way Kyle says dollars is worse than the way Joe says chocolate. I say chocolate. No, you say chocolate. Chocolate. We're not chocolate. doing another made with one hundred percent real chocolate. 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 I say right. chocolate. chocolate. You say chocolate. Normal way to say it. What Kyle says dollars. What is it? How does he say it? Dollars. Weird? I didn't think it was weird. Forty million dollars. Is that how do you say it? <laughs> this has never stood out to me in my entire life. I've heard you say the word dollars a lot. One. One more not. Yeah, yeah, you have heard me talk about dollars a lot, especially this year, right? Yes. Um, we have to acknowledge this one from Steven. We got in trouble. Correct. The question is, how did you squeeze 15 minutes more on the Dolphin show than the Bill show when we did the, the, the roster deep dives? We got yelled at because the <laughs> shows are supposed to be 30 minutes. And that was not a 30-minute show. <laughs> it was not close to a 30-minute show. So we were mentally prepared to do it. And then we kind of got pulled aside. I was like, hey, guys, the content's great. But mm-hmm. can you please whittle it down a little bit? It's a great problem to have with too much content in the offseason. But you guys got to chill. So we had to chill. So we we wanted to acknowledge that. I saw that in the comments after, on the Bills video. They were asked. We were being asked, like, yo. Well, because you also no, finished wait, the Dolphins episode by saying something like, you know, we'll we promise we'll do the same yeah, We'll thing. gas up the bills the same way. Yeah. And then we got yelled at. So that that's what happened there. Yeah. Do you want to go back to a football take? I do. I like this one from Jacob about the Browns. Jacob says the Browns are being criminally underrated Not by the by league us. heading into this year. Not by us. They're, I, I mean, their roster's good. I'll, I'll tell you, not accounting quarterbacks because we haven't ranked the quarterbacks one through thirty-two yet. Their non-quarterback roster ranking is top six in the NFL according to the the project that we did. Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a really good roster. We just need De- Deshaun's got to find his game. He finds his game. They're going to be a dangerous football team. Uh, shout out to Jay from Canada. What's up? Welcome, uh, Carter. Here's one. Arthur Smith wins coach of the year and Dude. the Falcons win two playoff games. So this is at minimum an NFC championship game appearance. At minimum. I think I, I, think I did that math. We, we don't do math well on this show, but yeah. I think we did that one right. You win two playoff games and you start in the wild card round. That means you're in the, the NFC championship game. I saw somebody out there that said, I, I don't remember who it was on Twitter, said they're going to be aggressive with their Super Bowl prediction and they were predicting Jags Falcons for the Super Bowl. That is aggressive. Desmond Ritter's a quarterback. Has, has people forgotten this? That's very aggressive. With a really a bunch of new parts on defense and probably the most I mean they have talent at their skill positions but it's very unproven. How about the weekly huddle here with another one? You guys are filling up the bucket with hot takes which we appreciate. Sam Howell will be a 2023 Pro Bowl quarterback as a non-replacement selection. So original top 3 Pro Bowl selection. FC. Reason Previously seen as a higher prospect heading into 2022 draft cycle, Eric Bieniemy underrated skill group. So you get three Pro Bowl quarterbacks, right? Yes. Let's assume Jalen Hurts. Yes. Dak. 
Would you? Th- I mean, St- Stafford. I know they're going to be Goff bad, is in there. Goff. I'm selling. Gino. Yeah, I'm selling this too. But I think there. I just. I think Sam Howell is a fascinating option for Washington this year. I, I can respect what you're saying there about the enemy. I think the receivers are good. I have questions about the O-line, and I have questions a, about Sam Howell. Give me a stat line. Sam Howell? Sam Howell stat line, 2023. Play 17 oh, games. man. He'll probably average, what, around, around 200 yards a game I passing? Can, I can fix this. I'll use my calculator. You, you so around two, 200? 210? Yeah, That'd be 3,400 passing yards wow, per Joe for the season. One, one take, Joe. Nailed, nailed the math. Well, I had a calculator right here in front of me. On the oh, computer. you yeah. shouldn't have said that. Fired dude. It up. Yeah, no, I, I can't take credit for good math if I didn't do it. Hmm. I don't know, like um, 15 touchdowns. 15. Yeah. You think he's going to throw like 20 touchdown passes? 20 touchdowns. Yeah, I think he's going to average like 1.05 touchdowns per game. Yes. And okay, well, that would give him about 20. Right. I'll take the you under. Said 15. You said less than I'll one take touchdown under. per game. I'll take the under on that. Box Bill Park. Yeah, I'll take less than 20 touchdown passes for Sam Howell this year. There it is. <laughs> All right. God. Chris, put <laughs> first, it down. First, 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 Chris, yeah, you're the first one of the year. Because I think we might have another one. And I have no idea uh, what it is, and we yeah, haven't well, kept it. Well, snaps on uh, who's the third linebacker somewhere. Well, we talked about that. I haven't committed to that, but I thought there was a different one. But what what linebacker was it? was um, with the Saints. Was it the Saints today? Or no. Who did we do yesterday? Cardinals? Chris yes. Barnes? Was it Chris Barnes? Was it Chris Barnes? I don't remember. I don't feel, yeah, I think it was Chris Barnes. I don't remember. You said it was 20 snaps for Barnes. Yeah. All right, well, we will think about what that is and continue this really fun episode of Takes on Takes right after a very, very quick break. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't work a quick snap me that time. I was ready. You see how quick I dropped the, the transition slide? That was very well done. Um, okay. Um, all right, how about yeah. this one? Pick you the first one. You want spicy. How about Charles here claiming Baltimore wins the AFC North? Of course, a division that also features the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. I I need to see a little bit of this offense. Is that fair to say? I think they have a lot of potential on defense. I still think they need some veteran pass rush help. I think that's the big weakness they have versus Cleveland with Garrett and Zadarius Smith, Pittsburgh with Hayward and TJ Watt. Who did I not acknowledge here? Cincinnati, obviously their defensive line readers capable of some push, but they're outside guys. You got a first round pick in Murphy, Hendrickson, Hubbard. I'd say, but is it fair to say Baltimore is the worst edge group out of the division? 
Yeah, but I mean, there's also some really good edge duos of, in the division. Yeah, of course, but but, yes. but it, it's I mean, if you're going to measure it up, yeah. So with that and the offense being so we're expecting so dramatically different, I just got to see it. I don't think it's a crazy take. Kyle, you know Jalen Hurts had 22 passing touchdowns last year. Yeah, you think you think Sam Howell's getting 20? I don't think Sam Howell's going to rush for like 800 yards and 50. I don't think he is touchdowns. either, and I don't think that has anything to do with him getting the 20 touchdown passes. Well, I think it has to do with why Jalen Hurts only threw 22 last year. Okay, uh, Ren's here, so we got we got to throw one up for Ren. Bucks win the South. Baker wins comeback player of the year, and Rashad White gets over 1.5 k yards from scrimmage. Caught a lot of balls okay. last year. Tab had like 100, 120 receptions to backs last year. Now, granted, Tom checked it down a ton because he had to, and they threw the ball 750 times, but nevertheless. What's, so most, what's most likely out of this? I think the most likely is the Rashad White piece of it. I agree. Um, Go ahead, finish your thought that I cut you off on. Really. No, you didn't cut me off. I didn't get into it, but I here's the thing about comeback player of the year. If DeMar Hamlin makes the Bills roster, he's going to be the comeback player of the year. Okay, so cross that one off. Right, so that like, that's just not going to happen. I think they could win the NFC South. They're in, in that conversation. I mm-hmm. do think Rashad White, I mean, right now, who's really threatening his workload? So we're saying the least likely of these is Baker wins comeback player of the year. And yes. it's not necessarily any slight against Baker. No, it's, you could do it's it. It's just there's another storyline right, prominent at the front of everyone's mind that was on a televised, nationally televised game that I, I think would rightfully command everybody's attention in that regard. Okay, let me see. Mike, you, already, you got it. It's a good take, but you already dropped the take. I want to get one from one somebody that we haven't acknowledged yet. <laughs> oh, man, this these comments are funny. Okay, Cole, I, you'll have to pick a few out. Um, well, they're not necessarily takes. They're just funny comments. Yeah, so to pick pick a few out, because I'm sitting here scrolling, I put myself under pressure of trying to yeah. find a take All right. live, and I wasn't reading them as they were coming in. Colt with a Broncos comment. That's fun. Colt, horse, oh, yeah, get it. Bronco. Finch. Yeah, get it. Yeah. As a Broncos fan with a twin who's a Giants fan, what do you think that's like having a twin? That's got to be tough. Especially tougher, if you don't have this... Tougher for them or tougher for the parents? Because we're both draft dads now. Tougher for the parents. Imagine the Un- unfathomable to me. I can't. Yeah. T- I can. The amount of conversations I had with Jordan Reed after I had a kid. Because yeah, because he had twins. I was like, brother, how did you do too? You know, twins here's running my wife's family too. I was petrified. I know you got you got lucky with that. I have a friend, uh, Scott Morano. You met him when we uh, were in Buffalo. Uh, he has triplets and. Yeah, so I asked him. I asked him the question. The greatest line I've ever heard. Oh my lord! I said, Scott, how do you do it with the triplets? He goes, Joe, I get that question all the time. But here's what it comes down to: I don't want to be the guy in the paper that killed his kids. So you just <laughs> you just, just figure it out. out. Right, just, you just like driving a car, know. right? You just keep right. it between the lines. Don't do anything crazy. <laughs> all right. He actually did submit a football question, so we should probably yeah. acknowledge that. Uh, Denver can be like New York this year, making the playoffs and winning a wild card game. Lots of parallels. Is that reasonable th- to think? Much respect. I think it's absolutely reasonable. I think the challenge is how much has to come together for Denver mm-hmm. and just how good the AFC is. We, You and I talk all the time, like a 10-11 win team 
probably at least one 10 win team doesn't make it in the AFC and, and potentially it's like, that for like three years now. Yeah. It's just tough, man. So yeah, I think from a, a the parallel of a dramatic coaching improvement and a quarterback that was maligned and you're, you're hoping to maximize uh, the talent that's on the defensive side of the ball. I think there's plenty there that you can point to for Denver. I think the challenge is you're still probably the third best team in the division. Gi- no, Giants were too. But it's it's a race to ten wins, and even that's not going to not going to be guaranteed to get you in. So that that's the challenge. Uh, Philip, Mike mm. McCarthy, first head coach fired before the season, mm. before the end of the season. Don't you think that Dallas there. is going to be kind of in it? People say this about Dallas, but they're pretty patient with their coaches. At least if you look at the the Jason Garrett, yeah, the, Garrett the Garrett. The Garrett experiment lasted what, probably three years longer than it yeah. Needed to? Like I think we always feel like Dallas is this quick triggered team, and I'm not sure they are. So I would say no. But like, what's funner to me is to think about who is this coach that's that's fired okay. first. And then Sam Teets has a another take. And then Joe, I I know I have an, I might stay on. No, I'm good. Things have things have calmed down around. Things here. have let's, calmed yeah, down. Let's hang out. Okay. Yeah. So we'll 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 finish, and then if we want to go more, we can go yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. That makes me feel better about those of you who have dropped takes that yeah. we we are not close to sniffing yet. Um, okay, so who are we expecting to be bad that shouldn't be bad? Well, Ron. Gotta... Who was that? Ron. Yeah, new ownership there too. Yes. With like Del Rio and Biennemi on staff where you feel like you have, you can turn it Two over coaching... to them two coaching candidates. Yeah. Um, the South. I think about Atlanta a little bit, but I, I think they will be competitive enough. Right. To kind of be in it. What about, what about Brandon Staley? Like it just doesn't come together. They're not in it. It's kind of been goofy at times. They coach his defense well, but. How bad would it have to get for them to fire Brandon Staley, though? King seasons made the playoffs last year. I understand they collapsed and they collapsed to miss the playoffs the year before that in his first season. Like, I get it. But how, like, what's the record for Chargers to say, you know what? We've seen enough. It's hard. Because I, it, I think you, generally speaking, you want to have optimism about every team right now. Correct. I think the only in-season coach that I, I see as a feasible one is Ron Rivera. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, Sam Teets with a coach take. Six active NFL head coaches will be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame after they retire. Belichick, Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin for sure. Harbaugh. Pro- Pete Carroll. Pete. Pete and repeat are in a boat and Pete falls out who's left. Who's left? I don't know. I'll say it again. Pete and repeat are in a boat and Pete falls out. Who is left? I repeat, I guess. Pete and repeat are in a boat. And Pete falls out. Who's left? I'm not fall. I, whatever you want me to fall into here, I'm resisting you, as best I can. You already did. Because when you say repeat, I just repeat the statement. Er- <laughs> is this is this the level of dad jokes when 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 the when the second one's on the way? Is that what happens? You just get yeah, cornier. Yeah, that's can't happens. help it. Gotcha. So we had five. We had five. Who are we missing? Shanahan. 
Got to win a Super Bowl. McVay? Well, yeah, he's on that type of trajectory. Yeah. Is he going to coach long enough, right? If That's my question with him. He'll come back. Even if he, he leaves, yeah, he's he one leaves, of those. he'll come back. He's one yeah. of those? Yeah. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of that's, good young coaches. I mean, is that, that crazy? But isn't it crazy to think that at any point you could have six Hall of Fame coaches, like at, at any point? Like I don't know. Think about, the, the same time? think about the quarterback environment that we had with Ben and Tom and Drew and Peyton. Like all those guys played together. You had like a golden era of quarterbacks that was like. Wait, is Sean six, Peyton seven, a coach that should have been considered in the six? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it, we have at least eight or nine candidates. I think it's a reasonable take. I see the chat is disappointed in me, me falling into that. Are they? You yeah. go. You pull up the pull up the pull up the take. I'm gonna read them. <laughs> pull up the takes about me. No, pull up a oh. take, a football take. I'm gonna read the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, what Chris? <laughs> what had I me, hear Chris? Now, what had me cracking up earlier when I was reading the comments was so I can I can't find it. I, people were talking about their team's episode and like where the sidetracks were, and somebody was like, "You're complaining." I lost six minutes to Mark Mosley. We went into the kicker thing from 1982. <laughs> it was Ren. It was Ren. Was there... <laughs> we don't mean for these things to happen. We don't. Um, you want to squeeze one more in for the, the formal show? Yeah, I would love to. Do you have one? Um, let's roll with that one. Oh, that was the one I was going to pick from Austin Shatler. I think it's Joe Burrow. Did I miss? I don't know. If police pronunciation gonna... police arrest this Go man. Ahead. Take me oh. away. <laughs> it's Schlachter. Schlack. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow will win MVP is the take. He's got a good shot. I think he's got the second highest odds, right? Or he's tied with Josh Allen for the highest odds. Really? Yeah. Then I would probably pass. When you when you're in the driver's seat and you're the expected guy, it's it's yeah. just so hard to live up to that. Well, I mean, I think it's it's these Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Hurts, right? I think that's where you start the conversation. Yeah, Lamar, maybe. When's, when's the next time a non-quarterback wins? MVP? Oh, it's not happening. What would have to happen? It it's already did. If 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 it couldn't have been Cooper Cup or or Justin Jefferson the last two two years. It can't be anybody. It's the quarterback that had the best season. Charles, long-time listeners, and you can tell. He said, take the field. <laughs> take the field. All right. All right. Is that it? Is that it for the live? That's it show? for the live. Stick we're gonna stick around, oh, okay. but we gotta we're gonna stick around and hang out for a little yeah. bit. But it's it, all the more incentive if you're not on the YouTube channel to hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Of course, on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We appreciate the everydayers who are locked in with us on a daily basis because it is your teams every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are the Draft Dudes, and we're out of here. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.